Welcome to On The Scene Podcast. I'm Heather Harrison. And I'm Emma Dotson. And we're breaking down Mississippi's top headlines. We will bring you breaking news, pop culture, and hot takes. Coming from the desk of two Reflector editors, we'll share our favorite news of the week with you. We're On The Scene, reflecting on Mississippi's top stories. Hey guys! Welcome back! Today we are on the scene with Alex Caraway, Vice President of College Democrats. So Alex, why don't you give us your bio? My name is Alex. Yeah. I'm a part of College Democrats. I'm the Vice President of um, Mississippi State chapter as well as like the State Federation of all of Mississippi. About it. I don't really do much. I'm a political science major. That's okay. What year are you? Um, I'm a sophomore. Okay, great. So we have Alex on the show because we are going to talk about the HELP grant today, which is, is it specific to Mississippi? Yes. Okay, so it's a Mississippi-specific scholarship. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about college dims, and also um, Alex is a first-generation college student, so we'll talk a little bit to them about their experience in that sort of aspect because that's very interesting. So first, why don't we talk about the HELP grant? So why don't you kind of give us an overview? I guess, so you have the HELP grant, right? Yeah. All right, so give us kind of like your personal standpoint first, I guess. So like the HELP grant first, like, I guess a little background to what the HELP grant is. It's a financial aid grant that you get through Mississippi. So you get it for, I think it's like low income students. Is So like their target is gonna be like first generation college students already. So it's full tuition and it's just very helpful to be, <laughs> to be honest, but um. <laughs> So it's, it's full bad. tuition? Yeah, it's full tuition. Okay. What's kind of like the process to apply for it? Um, so you just, when you go through and do Mississippi Financial Aid, so you'll go, um, on their website and you'll put in a general scholarship application. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just like when you do the FAFSA and you have the chance of getting MTAG through there, um, which, were, which is for students who are not, um, like low income students. Yeah. That's so just it's, a $500 yeah. grant. If you stay in state, mm-hmm. they give it yeah, to you. Yeah. I have that incentive. one. Yeah. So it's open for everyone. So you just go through and if you qualify, you get it. I think it's up to $8,000 a year. If I'm correct, you would think I would know because I get it, but I don't. <laughs> um, It'd be like that. Yeah. It's just a very um, useful grant overall like I know personally I wouldn't have been able to go to college without it yeah so um the help grant has been coming up a lot in the news recently so what's kind of been the chit chat about that yeah so the um higher education board put out I think it was like Mississippi Today was the first person to talk about it where they're thinking about getting rid of it so they're doing this um alternative called the Mississippi One grant so this grant will kind of make it to where it's like more equal for everyone so everyone has the same chance of getting um, the same amount of money. There's a lot of controversy around if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't agree with it. I don't think that... So, it's going to be academic-based. So, like, they'll go off of your ACT score, which I really don't agree with because I feel like someone's ACT score or, like, a standardized, te- standardized test shouldn't have the say if, if like, a student's going to be able to go to college. So, does a HELP grant not have the ACT or SAT requirement? Um, I don't think if... I don't think so, but if it is, it's not that um, large, like it's not that big of an issue. So I know that your ACT score does not affect how much you get, okay. and the one grant will like affect how much you get depending on your ACT score. Um, so there is GPA requirements, but like I feel like when you have a grant like that, you want to do anything to keep it, so it's a good incentive. Um, but yeah, so. Okay, so if they decide to get rid of the HELP grant, what happens to people who already have it? That's a good question. We don't know. Um, Me and Justin, the president of College Stems, we're both under the HELP grant. So we've talked a lot about 
what would happen. We're hoping that um, there'll be kind of like a grandfather law over it where the people who already have it will continue to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, to me, that doesn't really matter. I feel like it should still stay a thing. So we're um, constantly trying to figure out what's going to happen. Um, but I think people who have it now will most likely also use it or lose it. Um, but yes, yeah, they haven't been very, yeah, that really does. Yeah, they haven't been very clear about that. So don't quote me like if you see somewhere that they're not getting rid of it for people who already have it, that's great. But that like, would see it would make the most sense if yeah. you're gonna get rid of it, just at least like uphold that yeah, for the people for that sure. like are depending on it to get the rest mm-hmm. of their. Like, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter if yeah. you went to you're gonna have so college. many students like dropping yeah. out. So it's yeah, gonna suck. man. Because, you know, like, other scholarships are usually like that, too. Yeah. Like if you get it, you sure. get that same amount throughout your mm-hmm. time there. So, that for would sure. make more sense, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what's kind of the idea behind changing it to be the one grant? So, they think it's going to be more equal-based. I also have heard some talk through the original um, Mississippi Today's um, article where they talked about how it's just getting too expensive on Mississippi and that it's going to be a lot cheaper this way. But, in my opinion opinion almost I feel like Mississippi like needs that education no matter how expensive it's going to be because you're not going to have people um able to get successful like I feel like you can be successful without a college degree but like to actually make a change you're going to have to send these students to college mm-hmm. so it's definitely going to suck for yeah. sure I feel like there's a lot of doors kind of locked if you don't yeah. have a college degree for sure. if you're wanting to do something that's like yeah, I yeah. think what's going to pull Mississippi out of debt is having more students get that college degree and go in, like, higher-up jobs staying in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and just taking this away isn't going to allow that. Almost. Yeah, it's probably, like, the brain drain thing, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just lost my train of thought, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so do you think there will be, a, like, a higher college dropout rate or lower college attendance rate for first-generation people who might would have become students but they can't afford it now? Oh, yeah, for sure. The HELP grant is just so big and, like, complex. Like, I wouldn't have been able to go to college without it, and I know that. So, like, just knowing there is going to be many, like, especially community-wise, there's going to be a lot of people who just aren't going to afford to go. Um, And, like, me saying that, I might be wrong. Like, there might um, be more people who just go to community college instead. But I do feel like it's going to affect universities big time because these students aren't going to be able to afford to go. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was about to say, does the grant just go for ones that are at four-year universities or is it for also community college? I think it's also for community college, but community college is like usually a lot cheaper. I mean, usually, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> so, still, I mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if it, if it, like if you can get into community college. I feel like you could because it's just financial aid, mm-hmm. but um, I definitely think that people are not going to be able to come to places like Mississippi State University without the HELP grant, which is just how it's going to be, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So kind of in a different direction. So about college DIMS. So what are y'all kind of doing to kind of help save the HELP grant or any sort of initiatives that you're trying to do or anything like that? Um, so Mississippi State, um, or like the college DIMS this year, since it's not like, since we're on kind of like election hold, we're trying to base everything we do right now in advocacy. Um, so definitely the help grant is something that we've talked about. We've talked about with our um, general body. We've also even talked to Garrett, is that his name? What's for student association? Yeah, yeah, so we also um, talked to him some about like, are they um, doing anything on their end to help the process? Because I know um, Ole Miss recently, their um, student association 
has done a lot to come like to combat the help grant being taken away um so we definitely have put the word out and like talked and we've even tried to like be that um shove in that direction of like you know other universities are doing it um can we please do it too yes. yeah do you really want to be worse than Ole Miss? do you not <laughs> no understandable um he definitely did um say that they're looking at it which is um i'm happy about like they're doing something um so Okay, so uh, more about College Dem. So recently, can you talk about kind of the Mississippi chapter and how it is affiliated with y'all's MSU chapter? Yes, so this is super exciting. The Mississippi chapter was kind of um, falling apart. There wasn't many, um, like their board for some reason just kind of dispersed over the summer and um, College Dems of America hadn't really heard anything. So what originally started the conversation is me and Justin, the president, wanted to go to the College Dems of America um convention they have every year in washington dc oh and um which got canceled because oh COVID. yeah i was about to say wait <laughs> COVID yeah, was soon. COVID. anyways but um so we were trying to figure out how to get there because you have to go through your state federation with mississippi and like we contacted them because we didn't know who the federation was and or who was on the board and they're like yeah we haven't really heard from anyone <laughs> in a while from mississippi that's yeah, good. so <laughs> great justin did a lot of the um work so like hand claps to him he did um i feel like he kind of dug all of this up but now we've got to where we started the federation over again so we're technically we're like right now still taking applications to fill the rest of the board from other universities. But um, right now, since we didn't have a board, we just had to kind of tie it to the board we have here at Mississippi State. So that made me vice president, Justin president, um, and so on. So we're kind of still in the works of that, but it's doing good so far, I guess. We have our Instagram, Twitter and stuff up and running again. Oh, nice. So check that out. <laughs> We'd love to see um, it. Yeah. What's kind of been the difference that you've noticed between your work for college gyms of the state versus college gyms of MSU specifically? Um, so college gyms of MSU is just focusing on our students in general. So it's definitely been different because I'm getting emails, you know, from college gyms of America and there's like a lot more going on. Um, I think I was kind of so out of the loop before them, which was genuinely my fault. I feel like I could have found that anywhere. But now, like, I'm always learning more. So it's very different, but also not. Like, they told us when we got into this that, like, the workload was not going to be any different. And definitely it's not that much. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so is this, I'm sorry, the Mississippi chapter or, like, the Mississippi University's chapter? So Mississippi State University's chapter. So we have that. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, the chapter of all of Mississippi. So it's, like, okay, this yeah. federation. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was all of that or if so. How mm -hmm. are y'all as college students, I guess, on the backbone of this? Um, so, is that pretty common? Yeah, so okay. the um, every chapter for College Democrats has to, is a college student because of college Yeah, Democrats. college. <laughs> yeah, <Naturally>. so um, <laughs> everyone on the board is made up of that. It's just getting your name out there and putting in your application, um, which was a lot easier in Mississippi because there wasn't really a board. There kind of was. It was weird. But I don't really know how the process goes completely. Um, I know Justin recently just got on College Gems of America. Board, I oh, think. wow. I think he's doing something. Don't go real on that. He did tell us something, so that's exciting for him. Okay, now I guess you can talk about your college experience as a first-year student, or a first-generation college student. So what made you want to come to college in the first place and then MSU? Good question. I don't really know. I think I wanted something different. Um, my parents really could have cared less whether or not I went to college because they didn't go and they are doing okay. But 
I really wanted to do journalism. Journalism was something that I really liked all throughout high school, and I was looking at places to go, and Ole Miss was originally where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed mm-hmm. with their journalism program. Mm-hmm. It is pretty good. Yeah, they have a pretty yeah. good journalism program. And, yeah. Indeed. But then I wound up getting um, a scholarship at Mississippi State that was um, our first-year scholarship, and I was like, well, now I can't turn this down because it would look weird. So I got stuck with Mississippi State, which was perfectly fine. I love it. <laughs> I think that, like, looking back, I would have not liked it at Ole Miss. Like, Mississippi State is just so homey to me. I it think. really is. Yeah. And, like, my sorority isn't even at Ole Miss, so I wouldn't have had so many things. Um, there would have been a lot I missed out on. So I'm glad I'm at Mississippi State. Originally, what had happened is I knew that, like, if I did not get the health grant or any financial aid, it, college was out of the question. I could not afford it. Um, thankfully I can't afford it now because of the help grant. Mm-hmm. Please don't take it away. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but we have like TRIO, which is for students of first generation. I didn't really know much about it, but they've definitely been like my biggest support group. Um, we always pass by there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, sorry. I'm just like, wait, your office is there. Sorry. Yeah. That yeah. completely went over my head. No, but, um, they're definitely like, I have a lot of friends that are first generation that didn't even know who they were. So that's crazy, but they helped out a lot. Like, I had a mentor. Justin was actually my mentor. My oh, freshman wow. year. Yeah. It's funny really? how, like, things are coming around now. We work together. But um, I had, like, a mentor, and it was just nice to be surrounded by people who are affected in the same way as me. And it's even kind of sad to see now because, like, trios, like, their major students are going to be the most affected by the help grant. Yeah. So that, we definitely talk about the help grant a lot in there because it affects us. <laughs> I guess it's always easy, not not easy to start yeah. something, but what makes you kind of want to stay motivated and keep going to college, even though it might not be the norm for your family? Um, yeah. If that's not too personal. No, it's okay. not. I mean, honestly, what motivates me all the time in college is money, because like I know the moment I slip up and I don't have that 3.0, I'm going to lose everything I worked so hard for. So I know it like sounds weird, but like it's the money that motivates me, and it's not even the money I'm going to be making, it's the money I'll lose if I'm not doing something right. So I guess that motivates me every day, especially like knowing that there's going to be a lot more job opportunities and people are going to be a lot nicer to me than what my family got. Like um, nowadays without a college degree, it's really hard to get a job. And my parents definitely feel that every single day when like in their normal nine to five. So I think like what motivates me is having more opportunities than like what they got. Um, and even like inspiring my siblings I have like five siblings oh wow so looking back it's just like nice to um inspire them and like I did it they can do it yeah do you think they'll come to college or anything um I hope so my oldest sister so she's just got to high school I definitely think she's gonna end up going to college she's been looking at a community college in my town which is perfectly fine like any college is good college (laughs) um so I definitely do think they're gonna go I don't know. I think it was the same. It's just the mindset of, like, I can't get out of this place. Yeah. And um, there's not a way, <laughs> but, like, I paved a way and made it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they can see, like, there is a way. You yeah. show that they can. Yeah. yeah. That's they so can awesome. Too. Mm-hmm. So that's all the questions I think that I have, unless you want to add anything else now. Um, I don't really know. I mean. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> it's just, Sorry. like, a journalism question. You uh, know, yeah, you anything no, else sure. to add. Understandable. All right, um, ma'am. All right, so next up we have Emma's Opinion Corner. Oh, yay! <laughs> so the hot take we have for this week revolves around cars. Cars. <laughs> My hot take is modern car design is garbage. <laughs> Way too many things are smooth now. <laughs> Everything looks like it's like a soap container, and I just don't like it. 
I I'm never not going to be able to see a car and not think Look, soap container Listen now. here. Like, why? I understand why. It's because of the aerodynamics. But, like, so many things. <laughs> she really said, I understand why. It's because the aerodynamics. Okay, Miss PR. See, like, I understand why they do it. But so many things are becoming, like, hybrid and electric that that's not, like, a factor anymore. So why do we not start branching out? Give me a boxy car again. I want boxy I cars. I love boxy cars. Okay, so also when you're talking about this, are you talking about, uh, have you seen those old-timey cars? But it's like a 2021, but it's like a 1986 model with a 2021 interior, and they have yeah. like the screen. Yeah. What do you think about that? I like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think it's I thought good you might. I thought you might. I think it's good to update things interior-wise yeah, yeah. while keeping still kind of that retro yeah. exterior. So what's kind of your ideal retro car look? See, I like what actually Ford's been doing recently. They redid their Bronco. That's like one of my cars I really want. Oh, really? <laughs> now, I'm not going to get it because it's not very practical. But <laughs> Miss practicality. But I like here. it. So I think it's cool. And it has like a convertible top. And it's super Ooh. boxy and just looks retro. Yeah, it, they are very nice. It is very much Emma. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I'll, I don't have any comments. I'll agree. I don't know. I just really like. Sometimes Fords just kind of look weird at certain times. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole family has Fords except me, and sometimes there's, like, something that's off about it. I don't know what to explain. It's like a teacher car. Like, I just feel I like I'm, like, in my elementary school teacher's car. See, my mom, she has a Ford Expedition, and it's it's solid. Like, they're nice, but I just, I don't know, there's something off. I'll never get it. Like, we this. have multiple, and I have a Subaru, my brother has a Toyota, like, we have multiple car brands, but, like... I, I know, I like Fords. They're pretty solid. America. <laughs> I'm not a car person. Could not tell you anything. <laughs> I don't know. After, like, hearing um, or talking to, like, the Climate Project um, group on campus, mm, I, know I like, about. yeah, I almost bought a hybrid um, car, and then one of my favorite cars I looked at was an electric car, but it just wasn't practical of, like, driving all the way to state because it does not last that long. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. See, and now, yeah. Like, after In Mississippi, it's just it, not practical. Oh, yeah. Well, Slowly, like, after... they're modifying stuff. I know, like, Tesla, they've been doing a lot of stuff. Mm. My cousin, he's actually supposed to get a Tesla coming oh, up. Oh, and, uh, wow. He's been saying about just things, how they have, like, you stop to basically get gas that yeah. time period, and you can pretty much recharge your mm. whole car because they have, like, these rapid charging things that make it so if they start bringing that to other areas than just yeah. big cities and stuff yeah. i think it it's will just not really good. my hometown is really tiny and we just got one and it's weird oh. i'm like why is that yeah. no we one actually has have, we have some here yeah, i think I'm they like, have some at the research park weird. well now um, the, um what i was talking about is like now i only have a car that runs on gas and i kind of feel bad like i wish i would have got a hybrid because i would have been like doing something to impact the environment but i went with the not good option <laughs> Um, 100% gas, but that's fine. It's all right. That's it's all right. right. We're just it's doing right. the best we can. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to run my car till she goes away. Oh, so. um, yeah. No. That's valid. So that's all for the hot take this week. Next up, we have my film review. So I did not know what I was going to watch this week. And this morning, I was like, all right, I got to watch something. The podcast is this afternoon. Mm -hmm. I got to get my, like, And she didn't want to go see here. House of Gucci. Yeah. I already saw House of Gucci. See, I want to see it but I don't really want to go to the movie theater for it. It's one of those things I don't have enough interest in to spend that much money. I went so, on $5 Tuesday last Tuesday, so not meh. a big investment. Okay. I'm good. I like Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, but not that much. 
so this week's one is called Skeleton Twins. It came out in 2014, and it's on Amazon Prime Video. It has Kristen Wiig and uh, Bill Hader, Luke Wilson, which is Owen Wilson's brother, if you didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then Ty Burnell, who plays the modern family dad that everybody loves so much and dear. Uh, they're all in this, and it just kind of revolves around these two twins, which is Kristen Wiig and uh, Bill Hader, and they just kind of have been separated for 10 years of their life. And then a incident happens that brings them both together, and just a whole bunch of events kind of pile on top of each other. And it's actually a serious movie. It's a dramedy, but... Uh, <laughs> There still is that comedic aspect, because how can you have two, like, SNL people and not have some comedy to it? Like, they're the best. I love them. And so it just kind of plays through all that. And it's, I thought it was really good. I mean, when I watched it, I was like, as soon as it started opening, I was like, this looks like it would play at an independent, like, film festival and be like, we're making a commentary on life. But, like, I still enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good one. And, uh, yeah. So they played twins. Yes. I'm looking at a picture here. Don't really see it. I mean, <laughs> they don't look alike, but you don't have to look alike. I mean, I guess not. But some similarities would have been nice. I mean, <laughs> I guess. With, when the like directors was casting people, he kind of cast them based off their like acting kind of stuff he had seen of them. So usually you wouldn't think of them as serious actors, but he saw something kind of in them. Was like, I think they can do this. I still was just like, the whole time I was like, oh my god, they're being serious. What is this? Is this a bit right now? Do they do serious right? Yeah, I think so. It just felt kind of awkward at times because you were still waiting for them to like, just break character or make a joke or something. But I thought they did a really good job. And I think the director did a pretty good job too. But yeah, I enjoyed it. If, I mean, if you're looking for something to kill some time, I recommend <laughs> watching it. If you're looking for some yeah, and I, like, I, I mainly like started watching it because it said it was twins. I'm a boy-girl twin, so... Wow. I did not <laughs> yeah, know that. My brother's not here right now. He was just playing Minecraft in that room over there. But then he was Shout like, out to Andrew. Yeah, he was like, I'm, I'm going to leave because that's going to be awkward. And I'm like, sounds good. So I was watching that movie, and while my relationship is nowhere near what theirs is like, there's still that kind of closeness that they play into in the movie. And just that dynamic where nobody else can really understand it. So I thought it was cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, again, I did not see <laughs> This is not even a necessary. Will Heather ever watch a movie that I <laughs> recommend? I do not know. I saw House of Gucci. That was my movie of the week. <laughs> All right, now we're moving into the crazy story of the week. Nice. 88-year-old heartbroken after F-150 stolen with two dogs in the back. This is a sad little article. It's by WLVT by Sherry Nicole. Thanks for writing that. Um, so basically, this last Wednesday, so it'll be um, a week and a day from when y'all are listening to this, Kelly Williams' truck was stolen at the Jackson, Mississippi Revel Ace Hardware Store. And his two dogs, Kit and Treepock, were in the bed of the truck. <laughs> they were in the bed of the truck. And Williams told uh, WLBT, they're almost like my children. They're so sensitive to my moods and needs. Is this you, Heather? <clears throat> For real. Like? <laughs> For real. And then the truck also had a camper attached to it. So um, Williams doesn't think that the thief thought that the dogs were in the trunk but I, or the back of the truck. But I don't really know. I guess he was probably trying to see that camper. And he was like, ooh, this is worth a lot of money. I might as well get the truck and the camper. How does he think he's going to sell those, though? Like, 
I don't have know. titles for all of that kind of stuff. You I can't don't just know. sneakily sell an entire camper. So here's the situation. So Williams walked into the Ace Hardware store at 4.39 p.m. exactly, and a man in the vehicle pulled up at 4.48 p.m. So this man hops out of his vehicle, and he hops into Williams' vehicle within nine minutes of Williams going into the store. So that man was in there looking around, and then little did he know, he was getting robbed, sadly. Um, and then Williams' son said he didn't think that the thief knew or the, that the dogs were in the back of the truck. So one of the dogs is a... Um, is kind of like a lab looking dog. It's kind of bigger, a black lab. The other one is a small little, oh, a small little much looking mix, <laughs> a black and white feist, I think. Um, and so William's son said, they may not know. We just hope they notice the animals and let them out somewhere. Vehicles can be replaced, but memories can't. Those animals went oh. everywhere with my dad, like the TV show, Mutt and Jeff. They got along and spent all day together. That's so sad. You're going to be crying over two dogs like I kidnapped. Right. And then Kelly Williams said, I'm moping. I just hope whoever has him is treating them with care. Give this 88-year-old man his dogs back. I know, please. Like, this is so sad. So if you do happen to see, it's a uh, Ford F-150. The license plate is WJ12466. And as of recording this on Sunday, December 5th, they have not been found. I will update the podcast caption if they have been found. But if you all want to help us be detectives, then there you go. If you're yeah. from the Jackson area... Um, maybe I'll see him on the way home and I'll be like, I'm going to rescue those dogs. <laughs> I doubt it. But anyway, we can hope. You can at least see a picture of the dog. We'll link it below. The dogs. So. Yeah. So that's our crazy, sad story of the week. But that's all for this episode. Mm-hmm. So you can follow us on social media at On The Scene Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also email us at onthescenepod at gmail.com if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any hot takes, comments, questions, or concerns, anything like that, go ahead and email us. Um, also, we are from the campus newspaper, The Reflector. I'm the news editor and Emma's the opinion editor, so you can follow them. We'll have socials linked down below and reflector-online.com. And then we would like to thank Alex for being on the show today. You can yeah. go and plug your social media or College Dems, whatever you'd like to do. Thank you. Um, for sure. You can follow College Dems at College Dems MS, I believe. Let me look that up on Instagram. Just yeah, so check. it's uh, College Dems and then Miss, so like M-I-S-S. And then you have College Dems MSU that you can follow us at. Um, we would be really glad to have you. You can also find us on Capital Connect if you're a student at Mississippi State University. So, yeah. Thanks again for coming on the show. We thank really you. appreciate it. We learned a lot. <laughs> thank you. And thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Yes. We'll talk to you guys next week. And until then, bye. bye.